Good morning, welcome back, and who would have ever predicted going into week four that we would be at this point where New England Patriots will be playing the Miami Dolphins, and after this game, who would have really thought of a must-win game four for the New England Patriots, but coming out of this game, if Miami wins, they will go to 4-0, and and if the Patriots lose, they will go to one and three, is it a must win for New England Patriots? But luckily this game is happening at Gillette Stadium where New England really owns Miami during the Brady-Belichick era. Any other year, that would be really nothing to worry about at all. A home game against the Dolphins is usually one of the closest things to a guaranteed win as you can get. But however... This week, though, the way the Patriots been playing and the way the Lions whipped their ass, we can't be sure of anything right now. The Patriots are sh- suffering horrible defeats back-to-back weeks. They lost two in a row, which never, ever happens in New England. They also lost 26-10 to in a very lowly Detroit Lions team, which has not been playing very well football at all. Which is a team that got blown out by the New York Jets 48-17 to in week 1. And then the Jets gave the Browns their first win in almost 2 years last week. What the hell is going on in the NFL? One team's up, one team's down. Also the Dolphins are coming into this game at 3-0. and How often do you get to say that? That the Patriots are playing against the undefeated Miami Dolphins everything's out of place the Dolphins haven't lost yet the Patriots are one and two the Patriots teams have a lot of holes in pretty everywhere you look of the game and even Tom Brady at this time is looking a little unsure of how things are right now he has looked like his NFL form but just small small peaks During that entire Detroit game, he didn't look comfortable for one single play at all. Even when Brady was on the sideline, he just looked like he had no idea what to do at this point. That may be the most unsettling that anyone has ever seen Tommy Brady. What's going on with Tommy, boy? If you ask me, though, Sunday's game against Miami is going to be very far from a definite win. I mean, you really can't say it's a guaranteed win going either direction. But this is a game that the Patriots definitely, definitely, they have to win this game. If they fall to 1-3 and three and the Dolphins go to 4-0, and oh, that's not good in the AFC East. Then what happens? If you look at the AFC East standings right now, And seeing the Patriots three games behind the Miami Dolphins, it would really be nothing short of bizarre, right? If they're going to win games, if they're going to win this game, something really has to spark. They have to have an offensive spark. And maybe it needs to be Josh Gordon. Maybe he is the missing piece. Edelman returns next week. Brady really needs an offensive weapon. I mean, counting on Rob Gronkowski, who we barely saw at all against the Detroit Lions, 
Gordon is the best one he's got even though he has yet to play a snap on a Patriot uniform. This offense was really next to lifeless against the Detroit Lions last week. It was a horrible game that couldn't even be rewatched. But add a motivated Josh Gordon to this unit. And really, could he turn it around? Could Gordon really turn this New England Patriot team around? It's worth the shot, right? What the hell? What does Belichick, Kraft, Brady, and the Patriots have to lose? It's time to make some picks. It's at that time, man. So, who do we like for this week? What about the Bills? Anything that they did last week? Dominate in Minnesota to 27-6 on the road when they were 16.5 points underdog. Was the United States upsetting the Soviets at Lake Placid in 1980? It was totally unreal. It was unbelievable. It was a friggin' miracle. Who picked that game? I picked Minnesota to run all over Buffalo. I didn't know Buffalo was going to dominate Minnesota the way that they did. There's no way Buffalo can pull something like that, though, off again, is there? They're playing the Green Bay Packers. I don't think the Packers are going to... I don't think Buffalo is going to beat the Packers this week. But that don't mean I don't think they can cover the 9.5 points. After all, Josh Allen is the quarterback, right? Not Peterman. Not to mention, the Packers are really kind of vulnerable right now. And a disappointing loss against the Redskins last week. And especially with a not quite 100% Aaron Rodgers. But the Redskins have been putting up phenomenal defense. But I want to say, let's see... Bills are getting nine and a half over the Packers, so I think Green Bay wins by by 20 points. The Falcons are negative four over the Bengals. There's a lot of injuries, really, on both sides of these rosters. Both teams, uh, you know, some are hurt, some are not good. There's a lot, a lot of injuries, so I don't know about betting any money on these games, but because you might be just asking for trouble. But if you had to ask me to make a pick, the home team and the former MVP quarterback over Marvin Lewis team, you have to go with Atlanta. The Cowboys minus three over the Lions. For over a year, I've been picking the Cowboys week after week to win. And more times than not, they just let me down. So I don't see the point. You know what? The train's going to keep going. Why not? Stay on Dallas's back over the Lions. Dallas can't have another game like that. Dallas just really needs to get Zeke Elliott involved a little more. I mean, the guy can win some ball games. He has proved to be a good player. They really just got to keep feeding him the ball. He needs to pretty he needs to get some yardage. And just keep running and running and running. And that's really probably all it would take for Dallas to win this game. The Texans plus one over the Colts. I mean, is anyone stunned by Houston's 0-3 start, really? They haven't won a damn game. With that roster and that defense, they should be a top four or five team in the AFC. But the pass really isn't saying anything about them as they head into Lucas Oil Stadium. I think in their last like 15, 16 games against the Colts, the Texans are 2-14. and 
I mean, to add to that, they're 0-8 against the spread in their last eight games. I feel like I should pick the Colts given the history, but as soon as I, I do that, then the Texans are going to play a fantastic game and win by like 20. So I'm going to take Houston here. Patriots minus 6.5 over the Dolphins. I'm taking the Pats because their backs are against the wall. They desperately need to win this game. And the Dolphins are 2-15 and at Gillette Stadium in their last 17 attempts. I'm hoping Josh Gordon plays. And I'm hoping Tom Brady utilizes the heck out of him. I think the Dolphins are going to exploit New England's sketchy defense. And keep the game close. But in the end, I think the Pats are going to pull away with a 10-point win. Patriots are going to win 30-17. It takes an awful lot of bad football for me to lose faith in the Patriots. But I'm keeping it up for one more week. But if they don't beat Miami at home, something that hasn't happened since 2008, it's safe to say... The Patriots' future looks a little shaky right now. The Jaguars, minus and a half, minus seven and a half over the Jets. Here's my reasoning for taking the Jaguars in this game. Look, they're seven and two going against the spread in their last eight, nine, or ten games. Well, actually, in their last nine games. The Jets are three and seven against the spread in their last ten against the Jaguars. Sam Donald, I mean, that thing. Lost a lot of gas very, very fast. You know Jalen Ramsey's going to run his mouth with Donald this week. So you already know who you have to take in this game. You have to take the Jacksonville. Definitely. Eagles minus three and a half over the Titans. It's only a second game back, but eventually Carson Wentz just has to absolutely hit somebody, right? It could happen this week maybe, but I got to take... Philly on the road. The Bears getting minus three over the Buccaneers on Monday night. While Fitzpatrick was playing so well his first couple of games, he went back to the person he was. His flames fizzled out. There was no more gasoline in the tank against the Pittsburgh Steelers in the first half. But that brought the Bucks back to win it in the second. That really makes it next to impossible to know what to expect from this roller coaster Tampa Bay offense as they head to Chicago. I mean, nobody should have sold on this Chicago offense is basically crapped the bet against a crummy Cardinals team last week. But I have a feeling that the Bears defense can really find a way to win the game for them. Khalil Mack been looking really good. I mean... He shut me up fast, all the shit I was talking about with him when that trade was going down. The Browns, two and a half over the Raiders. I mean, look, I ain't betting on the Browns, but the way Baker Mayfield's been betting, I would take my chance now because it looks like the whole team's rallying behind them. And John Gruden, I said from the jump that was a bad sign giving this guy $100 million. What has Gruden ever done? All right. Super Bowls and Raiders, he had a great team. Super Bowl in Tampa Bay, Tony Dungy left him with a phenomenal defense. How can you not take that team to the Super Bowls? So to give him all that money, 
but he looked nervous. He looked out of place. In those final few minutes of Sunday's plain and simple, he looked like a rookie making his first ever appearance in an NFL game. Sorry, Josh Rosen, but that ain't no way to make an NFL debut in the fourth. Rosen is very much a lot of work. If you're gambling, it's probably the best way. Just don't even bet on this game. I don't even know who to pick, but you know what? I don't know. Maybe, maybe the Seahawks can pull something out of their ass. The Saints over the Giants. Minus three and a half. Drew Brees, Kamara, Michael Thomas, Eli Manning, Barkley, Beckham Jr. We should see some, a lot of offensive plays this week. I mean, if you bring this down to a quarterback matchup, Drew Brees is miles and miles, states ahead of Manning. That's for damn sure. So I'm going to take New Orleans on the road as favorites. But on the flip side, my fantasy team... Sure, could use a big game from Barkley, so. But I'll definitely take the, um, I'll take Drew Brees over Eli Manning any day. Chargers, minus 10.5 over 49ers. Look, I told people, Jimmy Garoppolo, not as tough as you really think he was. Well, his season's over fast. San Francisco's backup, he don't even know what he's going to do. He started five games last season before Jimmy G showed up and arrived on the scene. And in that span, the Niners went 1-4. While Birthed posted a QBR of 69.2, throwing four touchdowns to six interceptions. Sorry, Niner fan. Maybe next year. But I told you stuff. I told you that. Steelers, minus three over the Ravens. Here's a crazy thing. The Steelers have won 13 straight primetime games. Pair that with the fact that they're playing at home and still riding high from last week's primetime win. And they are facing a not overly confident Raiders, Ravens team. I mean, really, it's almost like picking the Steelers in this one. It's just common sense. The Chiefs minus four and a half over the Broncos. Patrick Mahomes, he's playing well against his life. Hated rivals, the Denver Broncos. He already given me six touchdown games so far this season, so is there any way you think he can't throw up another six touchdowns? I mean, a ten-touchdown game would be would be surprising, man. I, I like seeing this kid Mahomes play. Kansas City's running back, Kareem Hunt. He's doing well. Throwing an extra few touchdowns. The Chiefs win the game. They should friggin' smoke him. But, what do you think? Them are my predictions. I need a break. <laughs>